The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, Stunt Brainiacs. It's a very busy Monday. It's a crazy Monday. And uh, here in the Northeast, it's it's a swampy Monday. Not the way Donald Trump would have you believe. It's a swampy weather Monday. We are dealing with heat and humidity and approaching violent thunderstorms. All kinds of fun stuff happening today. But it's also, uh, it's also a day filled with news that we will get to. And I have questions. I have what I believe might be answers. And I would love to hear from you guys. Some interesting things going on in the world today. And if you want to join the conversation as so many of you did on the weekend, Saturday. Wow, what a busy telephone day we had. We discussed um, the, the proposal by Hawaii and certain parts of California, and I think Oregon's looking into this, as well as maybe Vermont. The idea of governments providing a universal basic income, a guaranteed basic income for every person. And man, oh man, Ashevitz, did you guys uh, join in on that discussion? And it, we'll still continue it because the poll is still up on theblaze.com. I'll tweet out a link to it again. Uh, overwhelmingly, this audience does not support universal basic income. So if you want to talk about it, you're welcome to. But I, I get it. You guys are free market freedom people. Good for us. Good for you. That's a good sign for the future. Uh, but uh, 888-900-3393, 888 that's the number. At StuntBrain is the Twitter handle. On the schedule today, a vital question. We'll try and see if the president's going to speak today. He's currently meeting with the president of Panama, President Varela. And there's an anticipated press opportunity after that meeting. And maybe we'll hear a question or two from the media, probably about uh, special counsel Mueller and what the president tweeted about being under investigation and his attorney, Jay Sekulow, saying he's not under investigation. It's all very confusing. We have news out of both London and France in terms of possible terror situations. You know, overnight there was a, a van that hit a bunch of people coming out of a mosque in London, one dead, eight injured. 
and the attacker was not known to security services, uh, according to the Brits, the attacker in London. And there's some people that say it, it may have been a revenge. We don't know yet. Too early to tell. But uh, curious that it was a van again. And in Paris, about two hours before this program kicked off, a car rammed into a mobile police truck in in Paris along the Champs-Élysées. And uh, the, the driver of that car is now dead. And in the car, the Paris authorities are saying they found weapons and explosives. So let's all understand that's a terror situation. That's obviously a terror situation. London, we don't know. And we'll have to wait and see. And CNN, your early reporting, I hope they've corrected this, but early this morning, CNN was talking about the London uh, situation and saying this was the, the last night of Ramadan. People were coming out of a mosque. No, it, it's not. The last night of Ramadan is the 24th. This was the end of a, a holy day, but not the end of Ramadan. So get it right, CNN. Come on. Would you? Uh, coming up on the show also today, we will talk to our friend, Dr. Wendy Patrick. There are a couple of legal issues we want to discuss, not least of which is, is Saturday morning's um, announcement that the Cosby, the Cosby trial was officially declared a mistrial. As we were wrapping up the early edition of Pure Opelka, there was a report that the jury had gathered to try and once again deliberate what was going on. And they uh, told the judge around about 10 o'clock they, they were hopelessly deadlocked. There were reportedly 10 voting to convict Bill Cosby and two holdouts. And as Bill Cosby has famously said in the past, I only need one. I just need one person to be sympathetic. Just one person to be on my side and then I'm going to go free. And I think the judge in the Cosby case made a horrible mistake. I mean, not the judge, the prosecutor in the, in the Cosby case made a horrible mistake. The prosecutor, once it was declared a mistrial, had 120 days until he needed to decide whether or not he was going to retry the case. He announced almost immediately on Saturday that he was going to do it. And uh, the issue there, the issue there is that he's now tipped his hand and now the Cosby crew the legal team has all this time to work on it they could have made him sweat he could have had that that legal team sweating it out whether or not he was going to actually pursue a retrial but no he chose to go and make the announcement and obviously um obviously not a guy you want to or at least he shouldn't be playing poker that's the kind of guy you want to play poker against he's tipping Tipping his cards your way so you can look at him. The other thing that came out of this on Saturday was the Cosby spokesperson who came out after the mistrial was announced. And um, I, I thought it was a little too much dancing in the aisles. I thought this was just a little bit over the top. Mr. Cosby power is back. It's back. It's been restored. The jurors, they use their power to speak. And Mrs. Cosby power is back. So the legacy didn't go anywhere. It has been restored. And for all those attorneys 
who conspired like Gloria Allred, tell them to go back to law school and take another class. That all that was missing from that was some uh, insults to your mother. That was like street response. Come on, Cosby. Your legal team out there saying, and all those attorneys that conspired against us, you better go back to law school and take a class. Just a little much, if you ask me. I, I thought it was silly. I want to get into the Alex Jones situation as well. And, um, and by the way, when we left last week, we were talking about London and the fire in London. Now we have um, more numbers showing that I believe it's almost 80 people were killed in the Grenfell Towers fire. Well, the leader of the Labor Party, Mr. Corbyn, is is doubling down on his push to seize the homes of the wealthy that sit empty. If you if you own a home in London and it happens to sit wealthy, like or sit empty, maybe maybe you work six months of the year somewhere. Well, the the leader of the Labor Party's got forty percent of Parliament right now. He's he's really pushing for the government to step in. And I was I was really shocked. This was this was Jeremy Corbyn this morning on one of the British talk shows. Uh, there are a large number of um, deliberately kept vacant flats and properties all over London. It's called land banking. People with a lot of money buy a house, buy a flat, keep it empty. But you would seize it forever or just just take well, it for as long as they're needed? I'm just looking at the mechanism. Occupy it, compulsory purchase it, requisition it. There's a lot of things you can do. But There's a lot of things you can do. Occupy it, purchase it, compulsory. Seriously. What, London, where the hell are you? And where do they draw the line? What, what determines if someone's wealthy? Does anyone think about that? What if you're just comfortable and you have an empty flat, as they say? Does that mean London's going to come in? Corbyn continues. We as a society just think, all of us, it's all very well putting our arms around people during the crisis, but there is, homelessness is rising, the housing crisis is getting worse. And my point was quite a simple one. In an emergency, you have to bring all assets to the table in order to deal with that crisis, and that is what I think we should be doing in this but, case. Absolutely. <laughs> In an emergency, we have to bring all assets to the table in a crisis. Do you see what he's doing? This is pure Saul Alinsky. This is never let a crisis go to waste. This is a communist, a socialist, calling for the confiscation of property of those they think are making more than the average person, and it's not fair. So they have, they have called for the confiscation of that property just because they deem it to be, uh, well, at some point, if I can quote a great communist, at some point you've made enough money. Isn't that what this reminds you of? Certainly reminds me of that. At some point you've made enough money. We are continuing to watch this story because I really think this is, this is pushing, uh, this is pushing into America. And it's picking up momentum, and we all need to be really worried about it. And speaking of worried about it, 
Let me give you my vital question of the day, and then we'll come back and deal with the Alex Jones thing. My vital question of the day, and it uh, was inspired by the weather here today in the Northeast. This is on Twitter, so I expect you to go to Twitter and vote as soon as possible. At StuntBrain on Twitter. At StuntBrain, S-T-U-N-T-B-R-A-I-N. If you had to choose, if you absolutely had to choose between the internet and air conditioning, which would it be? If you had to choose between the internet and air conditioning, which would it be? You want to know what the stats are right now? Currently, currently a majority of you are favoring air conditioning. 70% say air conditioning. 26% say internet. 4% say they can't decide. I know it's very early in the voting. It could move move either way. But that's, that's currently the situation. Go there, vote, and then come back. Or if you want to weigh in on the phone, 888-933-93-888-900-3393. This is Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka here, you there. I'm very appreciative of you guys. Great support over the weekend for the the downloads, the podcasts, etc. So remember, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all the usual suspects after the show. Go and and find it. We, We need to keep the pressure on. Keep growing this show, and you've done a terrific job so far. Uh, a bunch of different stories to get to. And, yeah, they're in a lot of different directions today, so I have to be mindful of not going too ADD on this program with all these different topics bubbling. Uh, it, it bothers me what the, what the Democrats are getting ready to do, and uh, I, don't, I don't agree with what they're about to do, and yet... There's not much I can do about the Democrats wanting to slow down the Senate. Democrats are getting ready to put the Senate on on pause today, or at least to to get the Republican agenda put on pause. What are they doing? They are threatening to kind of hijack the Senate floor and have a bunch of people speechifying all night long which this is their effort to prevent Republicans from moving ahead with an Obamacare replacement. And I understand. I understand how the Democrats feel. 
there's a bill being written that they haven't seen. There's a bill being written that they don't feel like they've had any input on it. Gee, when did I hear something like this in the past? Oh, I know. It was Obamacare. That's exactly right. That's exactly what happened. And remember when, when, uh, when Obamacare was, was being written and the law was being discussed, remember what House Speaker Nancy Pelosi told the press in March of 2010. Just seven short years ago, Nancy Pelosi told us this. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it away from the fog of the controversy. Yeah, you have to pass the bill so we can find out what's in it away from the fog of the controversy. It doesn't taste so nice, does it, Nancy, to being spoon fed the same thing? You know, I, I would like the Democrats to feel what Republicans felt, but I'd also like Republicans to find a way to claim there's some bipartisan work being done on this. And I have a thought. Here's how you could do it, Democrats. You invite Senator Joe Manchin to be in your work group. See, Senator Joe Manchin has to run for re-election in 2018. He's one of the 24 senators on the Democratic side that will be up for re-election. There are something like six or eight Republicans and 24 Democrats. So the Democrats in, in the Senate have a greater statistical risk than the Republicans. And Manchin, being in a state that was won by Donald Trump, very well too, by the way, in a state that was won handily by Donald Trump, West Virginia, Joe Manchin has a problem. And he has a problem because he wants to say he's a Democrat, but he's in a state that's uh, pretty Republican right now. And, oh yeah, coal mining. So uh, we shall see what we shall see. But I would invite Joe Manchin to be on that, on that uh, working group so that you can just point and say, well, at least we got Joe Manchin. What did you guys have? So we'll see. But the Senate tonight threatening to be put on hold by the Democrats, who are now officially the party of the obstructionist. They are the ones who are stopping everything. And this was their mantra. This was what they called the GOP back in the day when they had control. You guys are stopping everything. You guys are preventing us from doing anything. You are the obstructionists. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it rather uh, Orwellian how all this just turns around the the party names have just changed. It's right there. I'm just waiting for a Republican to step up and say, we're going to have to pass the bill so the Democrats can find out what's in it. That would make the circle complete. And while it feels good, I don't know if I agree with it. 100%. Not at all. So just, just be ready for that blowback. All right, we're... we're um, off track already. Again, vital question of the day. Would you rather have the internet or air conditioning? It would be tough for me. It'd be very tough for me to make that choice because I admit freely that I am addicted to the internet. Absolutely addicted. 
All right, where do we go? Do we go to Alex Jones and Megyn Kelly? I'm going to need too much time for that. Uh, we already dealt with um, Jeremy Corbyn out of London. There's a story that I'm, I'm going to have to get. After the break, we'll do Alex Jones and Megyn Kelly and see where, where you stand on that discussion. Because I watched the whole thing. I also tried to sit through Megyn Kelly's entire show. NBC is absolutely going after a 60 Minutes feel now, aren't they? Trying to completely parody or not parody. Well, in a way, maybe that's a Freudian slip uh, to to copy NBC's success. CBS success was 60 Minutes. Uh, the only thing missing are a couple different anchors at the beginning. The story on New Zealand was fascinating. Almost enough to make me want to endure 18 hours in the air to get to New Zealand. Not quite yet. So when we come back, we'll, we'll go through the Alex Jones interview. Listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Michael Pelka with you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, phone lines are open 888 933 Did you watch the Alex Jones Megyn Kelly interview last night? Did you watch Megyn Kelly attempting, I thought, to point out the stupidity of Alex Jones, the craziness of Alex Jones? And a lot of his followers have found me because I've made some statements about this in different places, and they've decided to call me some names, which is fine. But uh, I'm sorry, you people. This guy's a jack wagon, maybe king of the jack wagons. He may be the jackiest of the jack wagons. And the fact that you are following him blindly is really sad, pathetic, and downright, you know, you, you all need a hug and a little bit of reality. And don't just take it on my theory that, that there was an actual massacre at Sandy Hook at, at Newtown, Pennsylvania, at the Sandy Hook School, and the parents actually mourned the deaths of their children. Don't just take that from me. Uh, take it based on the fact that your guy sells you diet supplements and he's still a tub. It's, it's kind of sick. I, I worried about him yesterday. Here it is Father's Day. God only knows what's going on in that household on Father's Day. And uh, his kids might have to tune in and watch Megyn Kelly grilling him like a cheese sandwich. Let's take a listen to some of it. You said the whole thing is a giant hoax. 
How do you deal with a total hoax? It took me about a year with Sandy Hook to come to grips with the fact that the whole thing was fake. I did deep research, and my gosh, it just pretty much didn't happen. So Megyn Kelly sets it up using his words. Those are his actual words that he used on the air. And he sits, and, and this is the interesting part. Watch the, the time taken by Alex Jones to answer questions because he's really trying to figure out how to dig himself out of a hole or how to avoid stepping into a trap all at the same time. And if you, if you uh, recorded it and you watch this section again, watch how his facial color changes over the course of the interview. It looks like he's really about to boil over. At, at that point, and I do think there's some cover-up and some manipulation, that is pretty much what I believe. But then I... At that point, there is uh, pretty much some cover-up and some manipulation, which is what I believe. But uh, he's, he's really trying to get all around this thing. Also, going into devil's advocate, but then we know there's mass shootings and these things happen. So, again... Well, you're trying to have it always, right? No, I'm not. If you wrongly went out there and said it was a hoax, that's wrong. But what I already answered... What Megan missed there is that's wrong and you should apologize for it. Have you ever apologized for it? That's what I would have liked to have seen, not just mom wagging her finger at the bad fat kid saying that's wrong. That should include you should apologize. It continues. The question was listeners and, and other people are covering this. I didn't create that story. But Alex, the parents, one after the other, devastated the de again she missed an opportunity let's go back and listen to this because instead of saying yeah you're right i shouldn't have done that i apologize he blames his listeners seriously your question was listeners and and other people are covering this i didn't create that story yes you did you created the life that you breathed into it. And you said you investigated it from all angles. And, uh, and it's obvious, obvious that, that this was a cover-up. Megyn Kelly had the chance to say, stop blaming your listeners for what you said. The parents, one after the other, devastated. The dead bodies that the coroner autopsy and they blocked all that and they won't release any of it that's that's unprecedented all even, of the parents the decided reports. to come out and and lie about their dead children i didn't say what, that. Ha what happened to the children i will sit there on the air and look at every position and play devil's advocate was that devil's advocate it long pause here thing is a giant hoax the whole thing was fake yes because i remember in even that day, it'll go back from memory, then saying, but then some of it looks like it's real, but then what do you do when they've got the kids going in circles in and out of the building with their hands up? I've watched the footage, and it looks like a drill. When There's no way. There's no way in hell any of that could look like a drill. There's no way. And at some point, as an interviewer, Megan, I, I wish you would have said, you just got to stop digging the hole. You're only getting yourself in deeper and deeper. And while I realize your buoyancy is probably greater than mine, you're not going to be able to stay afloat on this very much longer. You say parents faked their children's death. 
people get very angry. Yeah, well, let's, oh, I know, but they don't get angry about the half million dead Iraqis from the sanctions, or they don't get angry about all the That's illegals pouring in. No, no, it's not a dodge. The media never covers all the evil wars it's promoted, all the that big things. That doesn't excuse what you did and uh, said about Newtown. Uh, uh, you uh, know but it. I, here, here's the difference. Here's the difference. I looked at all the angles of Newtown, and I made my statements long before the media even picked up on it. So here's the interesting thing. He said, I looked at all the angles and made my statements on it before the media picked up on it. So that means, despite the fact that there were dead children who were killed by a very sick man, that you still believe it to be a conspiracy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you're only, the only thing you admit to is, I, uh, I picked up on it before the rest of the media. He never denies. He never denies. He never apologizes. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm someone who's glad NBC ran this. I would love to see all the tapes uncut. I'll bet you if NBC was smart enough to do it and put all of the uncut Megyn Kelly interview with Alec Jones on different days, just put a different reel of it up on your, on your NBC.com page, you would have huge traffic. Jones tried to get this stopped. Several different groups of parents from, from Sandy Hook tried to get it stopped. Again, I'm one of the people who supports free speech. I think more speech, even if it offends you, is better than oppressed or suppressed speech. So I'm, I'm happy this aired. I think it shows Alex Jones to be an adult. I think it shows Alex Jones to be a, a guy that peddles conspiracies to line his own pockets. I think that. Now, there are people who don't. There are people who think he is the, the gospel preacher, the guy who's going to save us all. Uh, I'm sorry if, if, that's, if that's the guy who's going to save us all. We are really doomed. We ain't, we ain't happy. Now, do you agree with me? Any Alex Jones fans out there? I know some of you have found me. If you dare, if you have the courage, I, because I don't think you do. I think ultimately all of these Alex Jonesers are really just, they're, they're the bully types who, when confronted, will run away. So if you want to talk, you're, you're welcome to. 888 Maybe you didn't watch it. Maybe you were busy watching the end of the U.S. Open Golf Tournament. Congratulations to uh, Brooks Kepka, picked up $2.16 million. Not a, not a bad weekend's work, is it? Yeah, I was, I was trying to do both. I watched both, so I got you covered. When we get back, I got um, to get into some of the stuff going on with the, the – um, we could either go with the Donald Trump situation – and how I think Newt Gingrich did a solid for Donald Trump this weekend. Or maybe we'll get into the news about the college kids. Or the strange story about the Colorado group that wants to put a limit, an age limit, on cell phone ownership. Huh, maybe we'll go there. We'll flip a coin when we get back on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Doc Thompson, the color tomorrow will be green. The color tomorrow will be green. Just letting you know what color underwear we're going to be wearing. It's going to be green. Just sharing that right now. A little bit of inside information there. Just exhaling. Before I get out of here, I I want you to, uh, before we wrap up this hour, uh, if you're having any joint pain due to inflammation, my question to you is why? Why are you waiting? Why haven't you called Relief Factor? 800-500-8384. That's the number. I'll repeat it again. Write it down. 800-500-8384. You can talk to the people at Relief Factor. They'll, they'll answer your questions. Or you can just call and say, look, I've listened to Mike. I need the three-week quick start pack. It's nineteen ninety-five. Take it, Take it three times a day, whatever it says there. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner works for me. And guess what? The inflammation in my knees and my back and my hips and my neck, gone. Got my life back. I'm out. I played a great round of golf yesterday. Okay, a semi-great round of golf. And uh, spent a lot of time in the garden as well, cutting down weeds, cleaning up. And it's all because I started using Relief Factor about 15 and a half weeks ago. The eighth day in, things started working for me. And I I hope and I believe they'll work for you. Check out relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call them at 800-500-8384. Relief Factor. All right, I'm, I, was, um, I can't get too deep into the Gingrich stuff. We'll do that at the top of the next hour. Dr. Wendy is going to join us uh, in the third hour of the show. She always does. A couple of really interesting cases to discuss with Dr. Wendy this week. But there's this story out of Colorado. A group wants to have a ban actually put into the, the legislature a law that would ban the sale of use, the sale of smartphones for use to children under 13. So you would not be able to use a smartphone or buy a smartphone if its intended use is for your child who is 12 years old or younger. Parents Against Underage, underage Smartphones is out actually collecting signatures. And Colorado officials actually looked at the language of the proposed ballot measure. They need about 300,000 signatures. The, the issue here, called Initiative 29, would prohibit retail stores from selling or permitting the sale of a smartphone to a person under the age of 13 or to any person who indicates that the smartphone will be wholly or partially owned by a person under the age of 13. According to the proposed law, retailers must verbally inquire about the age of the intended primary owner of the smartphone prior to the sale, document the response, and file a monthly report to the Department of Revenue. Great. Now we've added yet another layer of government. We have the smartphone age. What are we going to do? Background checks next? A retailer who sells a smartphone for use by a preteen would first get a warning on the first offense. And then the second offense, they could be fined. 
anywhere from 500 to, uh, are you ready for this? $20,000. All of this is based on the report from a doctor, Timothy Farnham, a board-certified anesthesiologist who says that children get a smartphone and they change. They go from being, according to Farnham, outgoing, energetic, interested in the world, and happy to becoming reclusive. They want to spend all their time in their room. They lose interest in outside activities. Can't the same be said of video games? Do we have an age limit? Can't, this, can't parenting have anything to do with this? He said, look, eventually kids are going to get phones and join the world, and I think we all know that. But little children, there's just no good that comes from that. It's from the Coloradan, the Denver paper. The Coloradan has this. I don't know where you stand on this. I'm, I'm a, not a fan of giving little kids cell phones to take to school. I think that's a different issue. And there are pediatric guidelines on cell phones for children. But I'd love to hear from you. 888-900-3393, Where do you stand on this parenting issue? Kids under 13, banned from owning cell phones. Good idea? Bad idea? I have some thoughts, more thoughts on this, and we'll share them next on Pure Opelka. Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.